Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm here to talk about the second part in John Krasinski's horror, I'm assuming going to be trilogy uh, at this point, and that is A Quiet Place Part 2. This movie uh, follows the events that occurred in the first movie and picks up pretty much directly after them. Uh, and it follows the Abbott family, who now face the terrors of the outside world. They're forced to venture into the unknown, and they realize the creatures that hunt by sound are not the only threats lurking beyond the sand path. So, I I like the first one. Uh, the first one had one of the coolest trailers I've ever seen. I mean, when that trailer dropped, and you know everyone that's involved and everything... I was like, holy shit, I have to see that. It was just such a creative idea, and the way that they fleshed it out just in the trailer, even, it was so intriguing. I mean, it just seemed like such a perfect concept. It was crazy to me that no one had ever thought of it before. And I went out to see it in theaters. I was really excited for it, and it let me down a little bit. I was not on as high on the first movie as everyone else seemed to be. I think that for me, it's just a movie that's very easily nitpickable. And I don't really like to be that guy when it comes to movies, especially ones like this. But there was a lot of parts to it where they kind of inadvertently address solutions to their problem, like within the movie, that make it seem like, well, then wait, why don't you just do that all the time? For instance, the um, the part where... Uh, they go to the waterfall and you know they're allowed to talk and everything it didn't make sense to me why you know they have a decent amount of recording equipment and like basically a whole radio station down in their basement and john krasinski is conducting all that research and stuff why don't they just make a recording uh, and play that like at a really loud volume of the water and then they can just talk all the time or uh, I mean it's been a while since I've seen it so I'm not going to remember everything but when it even came to the end I was like wait so it's not like the weakness is they need that super high frequency sound to like really it doesn't like kill them that's not what kills the monster the gun kills the monster so then I was like well this is set in America, is it not? These things wouldn't last a week. I mean, between the military and, you know, I mean, I, it's America. Like, come on. It, there are quite a lot of guns in the, in this, this nation. And I uh, just, like, I didn't understand how it was possible that these things had lasted so long if just a good headshot would, would take them out. I mean... Sure, you could say like, oh, but the noise, it'll attract more of them. But then it's like, well, then you could just kill them too. Like, I, I mean, I just, that that part of it really, really got to me because I was like, that's such a lame ending if that's all it takes. Like, if it was that specific frequency and that's what killed the monster, then I'd feel a little bit differently about it. But because it's like the frequency really just stops it and kind of holds it back and then she just shoots it, I'm like, you could have done that the whole time and uh the baby the baby was another big one that i thought was ridiculous because i mean listen i get it that they missed their dumbass kid who had to play with that stupid toy on the bridge in the first one but i mean i'm sorry i just this is not the time like you just you can't have a baby one of the loudest creatures ever when 
there's an apocalypse and they sense sound like i'm sorry it's just it's it's off the table maybe not maybe not until this is all over I, that part just really really bothered me i i just you know it generates a lot of great suspense but i couldn't get over the fact that these people are so stupid and again it's just a little thing where if you would have just adjusted it a little bit and made just a small little change i think it would have fixed a lot where if if she was already pregnant before say this this took place a lot closer to when the aliens landed because as it stands it takes place like 400 some days after so well over a year which means that she definitely got pregnant during this apocalypse thing if she was pregnant before it then that absolves this problem entirely and you can still get all that suspenseful stuff that it's a problem that they're faced with but it wasn't a choice that they made post all this stuff happening i think that would have gone a long way so going into this one I was still very excited for it because, again, the trailer looked really intriguing. Everything, I think, looked really, really cool. But I think, unfortunately, a lot of the same problems that I had with the first one carry over into this one. For one, the baby, still a very big problem for me. I mean, I just don't understand. They they must have concocted that plan when they were deciding whether or not they wanted to have another child. But, like, that's going to traumatize that that baby for life. And then you have to try to raise it for years i mean this is not the only time that this child is just gonna scream with no real reason it doesn't stop once it gets a little older i mean it, well through toddler years into like you know early probably until like eight to ten almost you're you're gonna have to be dealing with this problem and it's just like that it just can't get over how stupid these people look because they made that decision and I uh, I think that the same thing with the guns, that applies a lot in this. And just in terms of how it was structured, I think this is a little bit weird because there's a lot of things where I don't feel like it, it totally coalesces. I feel like this feels more like an episode of a TV show rather than a full movie. It feels way too short, especially by the end, because when the credits start to roll, I was like, what the hell? That's it? It really seemed like it hadn't reached its conclusion yet. The The characters are still split up. Everything is like, you know, it's we're in the middle of the action and then it just very abruptly ends. Um, so I wasn't a big fan of that. And I wasn't a big fan of how, like, the characters make decisions in this movie. Again, I feel like it's just a parade of characters making really stupid decisions. And, like, the, the things that they decide to do, the risks they decide to take, it just doesn't seem, like worth it and it, it just seems like they keep being dumb for no reason and there's a lot of situations where like for instance killian murphy is getting strangled by that net thing when he jumps into the water and he literally is grabbing at his neck where the the rope is with a knife in his hand it's like dude cut the rope and it's just a lot of little things like that that really took me out throughout the course of the movie uh that's just an isolated example but there were a lot of moments where it's kind of like horror movie logic and you're just like oh my god what is what why are you being so stupid and um i i don't know it just like it just didn't quite come together for me again i, I feel like it's it's got such a great a premise behind it and that's really a big part of why even parts of it work but um there is the whole question for me even of like the impetus of the movie i don't e i don't even understand why they're leaving the farm it's like she sees a fire but in the first movie there's like 
a ton of fires. Like everyone's lighting fires. And it's like, I don't understand why, why is like, like why is it now that they decide to to leave the house where they have all their food and and everything is like set up you know the monsters are dead and they're they're not going to find them again unless they make noise again so i don't understand what the point of leaving is in the first place uh, i think it would have worked better if the the kid is somehow injured in some other way or whatever like any reason and they're just messing with the, maybe they're just messing with the dad's radio because they're sad and they miss him and they hear that frequency and so they set off and then they meet killian murphy and all that stuff again it's just i think little reworkings where it just makes a lot more sense because as it stands i really don't understand what the point of them even leaving in the first place is and then there's the confusion for me, and I think that this comes from, in part, from it being way too short, but Killian Murphy says, like, the people that are out there, you know, they're not people that you want to find, and you don't really get that until you get to um, this, like, this port, and they're trying to get on this boat and stuff, and it's like the these creepy people that look kind of cultish they like come out from everywhere and there's like a freaky girl and they're all like bloody and scarred but there's no explanation for why we don't get why they're so angry and like why they're trying to kill these people because the enemy isn't people the enemy is the aliens so it doesn't really make sense that they would be angry at this random uh this random little girl and her, her um you know, her companion, like it doesn't make any sense. And we don't get enough of a proper explanation like to that, that I feel is, is satisfying. And so by the time it ends, it just feels like there's more questions and answers and not in a really satisfying way, just in a way that's like, okay, that was really weird. Um, there are a lot of cool things in this movie though. I do think there are a lot of things that are really interesting. Um, the idea that they can't swim for one, that one was really interesting. Uh, just, I mean, I genuinely, my jaw dropped when he walks up that hill and he sees that, um, he sees that town and it's like fully functioning. They're having a cookout. There's, they're talking like normal. Everything's normal. You would think nothing's going on. And I think that there's, they do something really clever and maybe deliberate in the, uh, the design style of the town. The town is, it's like a very, it's like small houses and it's like a three color palette. It's like a, it's like brownish roofs and shutters and stuff. And then just completely white houses. And then the only other color you really get is the orange of the fire and the like lights in the houses. And it looks like at first glance, almost eerily um, out of time. Like it looks anachronistic. It looks like a, an old style town, like, uh, like, like the first settlers would have or something like it looks super out of place even more so because it looks so kind of old and like frozen in time. But the, that contrast was so well done. And that reveal was one of the coolest twists I've seen in a movie in a long time. I mean, really, I was like, what the hell? Like I was so caught off guard by it. Uh, again, here's another bit of a nitpick for me. Uh, for one, why are they sending? I, I hate this in movies. This is just a general nitpick for me, but I hate in movies when they'll send like a weirdly cryptic code instead of just being like, hey, this is the thing. This is what you need to do. And this is why. Like instead of just doing that, they are sending out like this this song. And it's like, okay, only if someone is turn, tuned into that frequency at the right time and uh, 
and they're able to de decipher your very cryptic message, will they know what to do? If you were just like, yo, what's up? We got an island here at whatever the hell. And you just recorded that and played it over and over again on a loop. Like, I don't understand why they don't just do that. Um, and I also don't understand how the hell no one else would have known that they can't swim. Are you kidding me? I mean, good thing there's not a lot of water on the earth. 75% <clears throat> of the planet. Like, if 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 they can't swim, you would have you would think you would think that this would have come up sooner. Like in the first movie, when they're walking through the uh, when they're like walking through the town, and there's like that that uh that newspaper headline that says like it's sound. Also, they can't swim. Says Japan, New York City, Hawaii the Philippines, any freaking place surrounded by water. Like, what? And so that just also really took me out, that there wouldn't be a greater effort to, like, tell people, hey, get to somewhere surrounded by water. They can't swim. That was crazy to me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But it, I, I feel bad ragging on this movie so hard because I really like everyone involved with it. The performances are all really well done. Um, the, the premise is just so cool. I just wish it was better written. And I also think that, uh, the directing is superb. I mean, John Krasinski does such a good job at helming this movie. It looks amazing. There are some truly beautiful shots in this movie, like from the very beginning, the opening scene, which I missed a little bit of, I don't know exactly how it starts because I got in a little late. I went to see this in the theaters with, uh, with one of my uh, one of my coolest movie watching friends, Maddie. She she wanted a shout out, so I I obliged. Um, that we went to see it, and we got there a little late, so we missed like the very beginning. But um, they're seeing the the beginnings of this, and they're like they think a bomb hit or something, and then they uh, John Krasinski and his family they all go to the baseball game. And then they start seeing like these asteroids or whatever coming through the sky. Um, and then everybody starts leaving. And the that scene was one of the tightest directed and edited uh, horror movie scenes I've ever seen. Like it was so well done. Just the general paranoia and like confusion that kind of bleeds through the screen. Everyone is driving super fast. They're freaking out. You know, everybody's trying to be like, it's okay. It's okay. Just stay calm. It's going to be okay. But you can like tell that the fear is pretty palpable. And then uh, the, the cops, like he's not totally sure what to do. And then the way you see like the shots through the cars of these monsters coming through and wrecking everything, uh, the way it, you have like that ground level perspective in a setting that you haven't seen the monsters in before. That's really cool. Um, the way it like it, it follows the family as they are separated. And then like they, you see the different parts of the scene where it's like, well, you just passed dad. You just passed dad. And then the, the monster's coming through the bus and she's backing up. And you see like the way the whole scene like interconnects and the way they depict the geography of this, it's, amazing i mean it was masterful this was a like a really really strong opening scene it was my favorite part of the movie like by far uh when it when the sound cuts out when the the deaf girl is like standing in the middle of the street and then john krasinski grabs her and the sound comes again and it was so well done and like so pitch perfect 
I was I was really excited for what I thought would be a, a better movie. Um, I think this is a movie with a lot of more interesting ideas, but still not 100% there. Maybe the third one could do it or something. I don't know. But uh, in terms of actually just the photography beyond that first scene, John Krasinski does a really great job. There's a lot of stuff where he plays with lighting very well and shadows. Uh, there's a lot of just very great shot composition in this movie. I think he does a truly amazing job. So I hope he directs more movies. Uh, I just hope they're better written movies because this was so disappointing, uh, I think, in a lot of ways, just in how and how easy it is to pick apart some of those plot holes. But I don't know. That's kind of maybe just me. Some people might not see it the same way. So I would still recommend seeing it. Uh, I think it's it's definitely worth watching. If you like the first one, I'm sure you like this one. Um, I'm just not 100% on board with this whole universe that they created. But hey, like I said, that might just be me. I might be too being too critical. Uh, because this is a bonus episode, I'm going to forego the usual uh, the usual outro. So thank you, as always, for listening, and I will catch you in the next one. Peace.